0: Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Bid us come to you in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. What are your dreams? What do you think is going to make you happy? And why is it not enough? Here at St Paul's, in our early morning Eucharists, we lay before God the written prayers of people that have been made in the cathedral the day before. And I was presiding here a few days ago, and so I looked through the prayers, as I usually do, for ones which we could all join in with, for particular people in need, those who are sick, dying, bereaved, loved ones who are missed sometimes cries for help from desperate people who are homeless or deeply unhappy. And all these we can pray for together. But that morning a few days ago, I couldn't find any prayer requests which we could all pray for in our morning service. The prayers were about making dreams come true. For God to provide me and my family with a better future a better job, the husband or wife of my dreams, good exam results, safe journeys, health and happiness. And I could not bring myself to pray for such things. So simply offer the people who seek their dreams and who make these prayers into God's hands so that they may encounter the God who seeks for them. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus uses the dream, the prayer, of the man who comes to him as a way of diagnosing that man's spiritual condition. Our dreams show to us, to God and to others, where our hearts are, what we think really matters to us. But God will not be used by us as a power to make our dreams into realities. God doesn't work with our dreams, but with the deepest desires of our hearts, the longings which God has put within us, the desires above all to love God and our neighbour. God alone is big enough to be the end and object of our lives. Dreams are too small to do that. But, I hear you say, surely there's nothing wrong with having dreams, doesn't everyone want to have something good, don't we all want to be happy? Of course we want those things, but wanting things and wanting to be happy is the problem. Things don't bring happiness, and happiness is not the point of living. Think of life as a road which we travel along. Where do dreams fit in? They're a sort of signpost, an indication of our wishes. Dreams are the directions we think we'd like to go in. But happiness and the dreams that we weave around it are not destinations in themselves. They are stages on our journey. Having a dream may lead us on to the next stage of our life, but getting to our dream and wanting to stay there is a recipe not for happiness but for disappointment. Being happy or unhappy is an emotional state which can be produced or lost by gaining or losing some things, but it's a temporary state It will end sooner or later. The question is, what do you want your dreams to come true for? What then? When you've got what you think you want, what happens next? When you've married a lovely partner, the hard work of building relationships has to continue. When the person you love recovers from illness this time round, how long will their health last? When you achieve your dream of winning Wimbledon or Olympic gold, after the initial rush of happiness, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? It's no good running from one thing or one person to another thinking that this time, yes, really this time, when I get to where I want, it is going to bring me happiness. Living happily ever after in fairy stories is not something that can exist in real life because we're not made to live in a state of permanent happiness. We are made for a living ever after where our deepest desires are to be fulfilled in God. And that fulfillment is something quite different and much deeper than getting our dreams and being happy. In our gospel reading that we've just heard, Jesus tells his disciples how tough living for God can be, how God will walk through it all with us. And in the middle of his challenging address, a man in the crowd says, stop all this religious stuff, Jesus, and get my brother to give me my share of the family's estate. This man had a dream, his prayer, which he thought Jesus would make happen for him. His older brother had inherited the family land and wouldn't share it with him, maybe because he was selfish, maybe for very good reasons, but the younger brother saw this as a chance to get something for himself, to reach out and grasp his dream, using Jesus to make it happen in the way that rabbis in Palestine at the time would act as local judges in family disputes. Who better to go to, thinks the man, than this powerful character, Jesus? And like God, he can get me what I dream for and then my life will be just fine. And Jesus will have none of it. Who made me a judge over you, he says. Your situation isn't my concern. More than that, you're asking for the wrong things, for money, for possessions, thinking that having something will bring you security and happiness. You're looking in the wrong direction, my friend. And then Jesus tells this story of the successful entrepreneur who coins in the money and has to solve the problem of having too much food and too many goods, and so builds bigger storehouses and looks forward to a life of ease and pleasure and God says to him, oh fool, this very night you're going to die and the things you've gathered together will go to someone else, not you. And what was the point of that? We should feel sorry for Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook and Bill Gates of Microsoft and Warren Buffett and Vladimir Putin and for all those who have lots and lots of money and all the successful people who have no good idea about where to go with their success. Why would you want to be one of the rich and famous? All that responsibility, all those decisions to make, people pursuing you to get some of your wealth, constantly in danger of losing sight of what really matters in life. Read the stories of people who win lots of money on the lottery. It doesn't tend to make them happy in the long run. Look at the devastation that can happen to children and families of those with large amounts of money. Having your dreams come true does not bring you or others happiness. And so it is, says Jesus, for those who store up treasures for themselves but are not rich towards God. And those are not just words for rich people, but for all of us. We are all in danger of pursuing our dreams and thinking if we get them, we will be happy. And yet behind them, beneath them, beyond them, is God. God is not in the business of making dreams come true. God might lead us in a direction where we find some of our dreams along the journey, like benches by a roadside to rest on for a little while. But their refreshment stops. They're not our destination. We have to let go of the idea that happiness is our goal and that getting God to work for us will be the answer that makes us happy. In our first reading this morning, St Paul wrote, If you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Your life, your meaning, your purpose is hidden with Christ in God. So don't get stuck in your dreams. Find out what they are so that you know where you're coming from. But have a bigger vision for your life than happiness. Follow the journey to fulfilment with God, looking beyond the here and now, to the love of God in Jesus that changes and moves the world. In the news, we hear generally very little about people, especially rich ones, who are generous, but there are many of them around. We call them philanthropists, which literally means those who love people. So, for you and me, however much or little we have, let's all be philanthropists and love others in the name of God. And when we pray, let's not pray for what we think will make us happy, but for the love of God to transform the lives of ourselves and others. The land of a rich man produced abundantly and he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will give all my surplus to the poor and give them back the land I've taken from them so that they too may be prosperous. And God said to him, Be blessed. This very night your life is demanded of you and the things which you have prepared, you know whose they will be. So it is with those who do not store up treasures for themselves, but are richly fulfilled in God.